Recording in progress. Hey guys, welcome back to Head Up Rugby League. Today I'm joined by Josh and Liam as usual. How's it going, guys? Feeling good. Feeling awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always great to have a podcast, just the three of us, the OGs, the back to the back to the old days. You know, it's pretty good. Yeah, good to see you guys. Today we're going to be doing our MVP for every NRL team this year, from bottom to top, sixteen to sixteen to one. There should be some controversial ones in here, I think. Yeah, especially because um, teams obviously do this. They don't call them MVP. They call them Player of the Years, but we've just called it MVP, sort of like because that's what we're going with. But I heard some teams have different like standards on theirs. Like some teams, you have to play a certain amount of games. Some teams they base it oh, off oh, like yeah. a player vote. But I've sort of I don't know about you guys. I've sort of based on just when I watch a game, who I think for the whole season's been the guy for them. There's been a couple that there's some guys only played 15 games, but you sort of got to take that into consideration, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I really like, especially like a player could have like two great games out of a out of the whole season, and then everyone thinks he's the best player in the team. But it's the guy who really sticks it out, who gets that like just solid flat line, doesn't go perform under, may perform up, but just keeps that consistency all level. That's that's how I've gone as well. Yeah, sweet. Mm. Uh, we're starting off um, number 16. We've got the the West Tigers. Joshy, do you want to start us off, mate? This one was a tough one because for the other ones as well, I was wondering, like, do I value a 15-try winger or do I value a halfback? I think this one I went with just based on when this guy was playing, they looked slightly better, and ever since he got injured, they haven't really won since, I don't think. They've only... I'm going with Jackson Hastings. He got injured before that Warriors homecoming game, and I don't know what their record is since, but some of their games that he just pretty much won, those games they beat against the Rabbitohs, and I think I just had to go with him just because when he's on the field, they're more of a chance of winning. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. Oh, I mean, I've always loved Love Off and Gallon. And I think he's just such a such a beast player for them. But honestly, I, I am going to have to go with you with that one. On same as you, Joshua Jack Hastings. He's ever since the injury, they just haven't been performing well, and he's provided so much to the team. So uh, there's not much more to say. Gotta agree with you. Yeah, that's a that's a fair call because I had Jackson Hastings slash Joe Austin Gowie. Yeah, so. I thought Liam was gonna for the super coach, but <laughs> I wanted to. Like, he's, he's definitely my favorite player. But if you just look, yeah, I just I was looking through their games and they were just playing so well with with Hastings in there, and then it just ever ever since they just haven't found that right momentum. So, but yeah, so you got to you got to go for the stats and just who's been playing the best over your favorite players. You can't just be picking favorite players. <laughs> Sean Johnson, <laughs> but um, well, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's one of those things, like, I feel like with the shitter teams, it's a lot easier to fo- sort of see who the best player's been and the yeah. most valuable. Like, when it got to the good teams, you could almost pick four or five guys, but with with the shitter teams, you can almost pick out a couple players that you think are most valuable. Anything else on the Tigers, or are we going to go to the next one? I think Nothing no. Move on. So it's the Titans here. This could be another clean sweep. Um, who you got here, Liam? Oh. oh no! It's it's honestly it's tough. I want to pick Fafita, but um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go 
Um, yeah. Wait, wait, what? Price. Huh? Oh, no, no, sorry, wrong, wrong person. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, um, God, I'm, I'm having, I'm having a Be prepared, a tough boys, one. Be, be prepared. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having a tough one, Josh, Josh, uh, Connor, you take it away, mate, you take it away. Uh, I went with Bo Fermor. I think he was just solid all year without um, David, pretty much gone the whole year. He had so many injuries, and I reckon he really carried that forward pack. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I went with... Uh, both firm or he'd be my most i went tino just because felt like it was a it was just an easy option you know but firm like especially at the start of the season i got him in for super coach i was like who the fuck's this guy that's getting 80 points every round and then as soon as i got him in it dropped off a bit but yeah i think mm. it's their backs have been a shocker this season so i think tino or both firm is the go but liam you're the deciding vote then you know uh, i was yeah, both him. Or he's been playing really well, and especially for feeders, the injuries and that. But I was, I was actually thinking between Tino and Sam Lasone. Sam Lasone had a players, good season. Yeah, those yeah. two players. Yeah, Sam Lasone has had a really good season. So, um, but yeah, if, if I, uh, I'll definitely go Tino as well. So if we're going for the decider, I'll go Tino. Tino. Okay. So. Fermor was a good shout, though. I wasn't actually expecting that. But, Liam, you weren't prepared for the last two. Night's time. You have to just, based on what you've seen from your team this year, who has been your most valuable player? You know what? This is going to be... I don't think any of you guys are actually going to pick him. But I'm actually going to go um, uh, Adam Clune. I think um, with with the lack of... Not having a good half um, at the start of the year, and everyone we've lose, we've lost our best like our best players, and we we're getting in these new guys. Adam Clune stepped up to to fill the shoes of um, we had Mitchell Pearce in there. I think he's been playing bloody brilliant, and he's actually been save, saving the nights a lot of the time. But obviously, we haven't had the best season oh. in the world. But uh, uh, you know, I just think. I, I I couldn't ask for more from him. He's been absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. I hated him in the first three weeks. I think even the first three weeks. I think if we go back, you can actually hear me say, "Who the hell is this guy? I don't want him in the team." But I'm actually so glad he's stuck around and he's actually played a bloody great season. So I'm going Adam Clean. It's an interesting swerve because a lot of people say the reason the Knights have been bad this year is because of the halves. So it's quite interesting. Uh, you know, I think he's he's performed when. When needed and when when it's required, and I just think if without him, I think we would have we would have lost a hell of a lot more games and buy more more points for the games that we lost. So, Connor, who you got? Not Adam Clune. Oh, what? <laughs> no, I went. How, uh, rude. How rude! I went with uh, Jacob Saifidi. He's been pretty good here, so. Uh, into the nights, to be honest, like I find the games pretty boring. But he's a uh, he's in a poor nights team this year. I think. Yeah, that's all right. I think the nights on the Titans game is going to be pretty entertaining this week. It's either going to be an absolute like laugh fest, or it's going to be high scoring. So, at least at least me and me, me and Josh don't don't support a pretender team. Uh, I'd rather be a pretender team than. <laughs> 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 um, I struggled with this one I thought their attack's bad their defence is bad I was going to go with Clemmer and then I thought oh it's pretty I don't think they'd give him MVP because of all the dramas he's had he's probably had a great season 
Then I was like, maybe the wingers. The wingers have combined for like 25 tries between them. So I just thought, fuck it, go with Edric Lee. It was between. I see Dom Young having some shockers. So we've got to split three ways. So <laughs> to be fair, in the last in the last half of the season, Dominic Young has actually performed really well, and he's 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 a lot of the commentators and a lot of the analytics they're they're saying this Dominic Young guy is this new kid on the block that can show up and be one of the best, and he's actually got like one of those top speeds. I think he's in like the top six or seven. Like he's he's pretty damn quick on that wing, but. How are we yeah. gonna decide this? I, I don't. I'm not really happy with my Edric Lee pick, to be honest. So <coughs> I'm happy to go Saifidi or like, yeah. I don't know. Unless we just back the Knights fan Liam's pick. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm happy to go Saifidi. I think it's a bloody great one. I think yeah. It's sort of as I said before when um, Connor was walking. Um, it's quite hard to pick from these teams, I think. But once it gets mm. to the easier teams, I feel like we'll have a lot of different picks. But we did have mm. three different picks there, so... Yeah, uh, who's next? Oh, the Warriors are yeah, next. Right, Josh, take <laughs> it away. Who have we got? So we actually talked about this at my work this week, because I said we'll go in the prize giving afterwards, maybe, and they're like, who's going to be player of the year this year? Who's going to win the Mannering Medal, I think it's called? And I'm like... Everyone was like, oh, Harris, I'm like, he's only played 10 games. Like, Curran, I'm like, since the injury, he's been terrible. And then, like, oh, someone actually said Sean Johnson. I'm like, he's like, he's like two field goals. He won us two games. From, I'm like, no. And then I read something today that really stuck with me. We've won seven games this year, and Adam, uh, six games this year, including the bye. And AFB's been in all of them, and he missed, like, six games. Mm-hmm. This, uh, and it, his numbers look amazing, and he may be overpaid, but I think... For what he does, like his post-contact meters, I'm happy to give it to AFB, considering when we win, he's in the team, and when he's not in, we haven't won a game. So I'm ha- it'll be interesting to see you guys, though. I'm keen to see. Mm. Yeah, what about you, Connor? Yeah, this this one I was really torn between, because I, I had Adam Phil Blake at first, but... Uh, yeah, I've got Cossie, two as well, I'm the same as you. Cossie has had a really good second after the season, as well as Wade, uh, Wade Egan. Yeah, Kossi was one, yeah. Kossi was absolutely terrible at the start, but he's starting to, like, grow on everyone. He scores pretty much every week now. Not was that, that he's the, like, um, Was that the game that we went to, the one that Josh didn't go to? Was he the guy who scored that you were telling everyone to get on? Yeah. The first guy scorer, yeah. It's got a hat trick. He'll, he'll <laughs> yeah. get most improved this year, 100%. He'll get most improved, guaranteed. But I do think Egan's one of those guys as well that's like, you don't really see him scoring tries. I just want him to run more, and I still think that's the big mm. issue with him. But he's been another mm. guy that's actually probably played for the shirt. But, yeah. What about you, Liam? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same as uh, Connor at first. I was instantly thinking AB. But, um, yeah, like as you said, Josh, those six games that you did win, he was there, and the ones that... He weren't or wasn't up to like up to it. They they weren't winning, and so I was honestly thinking he's got to be the best. And I think in our favorite um, players podcast that me and Connor did, I think yeah, I picked him as my favorite player just because yeah. of how much of a beast he is. But then I was looking through, and I was just like, God, there's been so many good players. Like I mean, uh, Bunty's had a great great season. Curran, even Reese Walsh at the start of the year, he was. He was looking good, but ever I just think ever since he signed that Broncos contract, he's just he's just had, doesn't want like 
he's not really playing the best of his ability at the moment. So, but I'm going to stick with um, uh, Adam Fanua Blake on this one. I just think just for the impact he's had for those wins as well is he's been bloody great. Sweet. This one was also a tough one for me. It's the Bulldogs and. I've seen a lot of people mm. say it's between their two new signings this year, Burton or Addo Carr. I'm wondering what's your thoughts, Liam, on that? Is it one between those two or is there another guy you have your eyes on? I mean, honestly, I I don't know about you two, but those are the two players that stand out to me. Um, I loved going to that Warriors and Bulldogs game. And even though you didn't get to see much of um, the Burton bombs, as everyone's saying, how amazing they are. But um, uh, just seeing Ed O'Carr on that wing is just—it's just a sight to see. But you just gotta go and see it. <coughs> um, honestly, um, I think at the start of the season he had a bit of a rough one, um, but um, he's picked it up really well, and um, they're finishing strong and hope and doing pretty well above thirteenth. Um, um, yeah, thirteenth. So um, twelve. Yeah, I'm 12. definitely. Oh, twelve. Sorry. Well, um, uh, I'm definitely have to go with uh, Ed O'Carr on this one. Yeah, I was I was really torn between uh, Matt Burden and Aaron Shaw. Mm-hmm. They were the two players I was torn between. So uh, I was leaning a bit more to Burden just because of his kicking game, but I think Shaw defensively is very nice. So uh, mm-hmm. I'd take those two. Yeah, I I was sort of between Burden and Addo Carr, and then I saw Addo Carr score like sixteen or seventeen tries this season, and no one else in the team's gone over ten. So. Obviously, a few of them are just easy catches, but I thought Addo Carr, I feel like that's... Considering like how bad they've been this year, like at times, and he's still being able to score tries and look dangerous. Um, oh, how are you? I'll go Addo Carr, yeah. Um, who's next? The Manly Seagulls. This was a tough Ooh. one for me as well. Who you got here, Connor? Uh, I've gone with Ola Kawatu. Uh, I think he's been a stud this year. He's been a standout for Manly. I think it was pretty much between him and Garrett for me. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I've gone with Ola Kawatu. I think he's just an absolute unit. Eh? Mm. Who do you... Um, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm torn with, with Garrick and Cherry Evans. Um, just the, the two of them. Yeah, I mean, Seagulls haven't been really playing well recently and they're in a bit of a... Um, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, if they're dysfunctional or not. But um, I just think those two players, honestly, I mean, a lot of the players stand out. Dylan Walker, uh, Jason Saab. But honestly, I'm, I'm going to go Ruben Garrick here. I just think just the, the, the work and shift he puts out for, for the Seagulls every week, I think, is is just really mean and he's really consistent, one of those players. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But... Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to stick with Ruben Garrick on this one. Yeah, so my vote doesn't really matter here because you guys both mentioned Garrick, but I had it between um, Cherry Evans and Travojevic, to be honest. Just Jake Travojevic, yeah. like he's one of those guys that never on the stats looks, but when you actually watch some of their games, he's like everywhere. Like sort of reminds mm. me a bit of Mannering, like watching him back in the day, like yeah. tack- makes three or four tackles in a set, does two, like two or three head-ups as well the next set, but... I'm happy to go with Garrick. Obviously, last season was so amazing. It's hard to get up to that same standard this year, but he still had such a good season. But it's, yeah, it's tough. So Garrick's the one here. What's the next one, Liam? Do you know? Or do you want me to find it? Uh, uh, it is. We've got the, the Dragons. Dragons. Which I feel like we all should have the same. But Yeah, I feel like we should. But uh, I, I mean, I'm going to go Ben Hunt. Who else is going to go Ben Hunt? 
Yeah, I'll go Ben Hunt, yeah. 100%. For the for the sake of it, I was going to do something else, but then I'm like, he's going to win Dally M. It's hard to argue. Oh, this. He should, bro. He should. Yeah, I think that's pretty set. It's going to be interesting, though. He's going to win Dally M, and they're, I don't, they're not going to make finals. That's, that's pretty. That's what they say is the sure thing about Dally M, is that because if you're on a good team like Penrith or something, each week you've got six or seven guys competing for points, you know? Like, mm. one week Cleary could get three points for Penrith, the next week Kikau. But for a team like the Dragons, who's getting points? <laughs> like, it's pretty much... So what happened with Roger for the Warriors. We came eighth, and no one else in our team was good apart from him, so he got points every week, mm. you know? Because they have to give it to... Even if you lose, uh, one of your players has to get a point at least. So even when they lose, Ben Hunt's getting a point. So that is the sort of dumb thing where in NBA, you pretty much have to be a top two side to have the MVP in your team or a top three. So it is interesting. And it, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, that you can not, you can miss the finals and you can win Dell M. I don't know. It's a bit yeah. I, I don't rate it. Cause it just shows that him as a player isn't like, cha- like turning over to wins, you know, yeah. I feel like it, that good of a, your team should be getting wins. Like at least make the finals, yeah. like like top eight. It is a bit stupid. Sweet, got right. who we got, Liam? On to the Raiders. Yeah. We got, yeah. You you start us off, Jordan. Yeah, this was a struggle for me as well. Like, I don't want to go for like the mainstream guy again, but it's like I couldn't really find another guy in the right. Like Sebastian Chris has had a good season, like an underrated season. Like no one's really gone on about it, but. I just feel like there's been when Whiten was out for three weeks with suspension or injury, you could just they were a completely different side than they had. So I think I'm gonna go Whiten, but I can see the case for Sebastian Chris. He's got like fourteen tries this year and no one even really mm. knows about it. So yeah. I I went a completely different route. I went with uh Joe Tarpany. Oh, okay, yeah. Is it isn't uh, I rate him so highly I yeah, I'm gonna give it to him over Whiten for sure. <laughs> This was really awkward because I am torn between those two players. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, Tarpany's had an amazing season, but then, as you said, Josh, the impact without White and they just haven't been playing up to their, their standard of footy. And I'm happy to go Tarpany. Uh, Sorry, I actually... My list actually didn't have him, I just realised. I, I have, like, a list. I'm actually happy to go. I'm happy to go with him, but it's I up to you. That's so funny. I was like, of course I'm the one that has to choose between the two players. Like, I just went Whiten because I thought there was literally no other option, pretty much. But when Cotter said him, I'm like, yeah, that probably makes more sense. I'm happy to go Tarpany. Yeah. Uh, we can go Tarpany. Just Most definitely. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. Okay, who's next? Uh, Broncos, is it? Yeah. Oh, right, Connor, what have we got? I went Adam Reynolds slash Corey Oates. I couldn't, I was torn between the two. Like, most of the tries that Corey Oates scores is off Adam Reynolds anyway. So, mm. uh, if I had to pick one, I'd go probably Adam Reynolds, one of the buyers of the season, completely changed that team. But yeah, Oates has kind of found a bit of form. And uh, yeah, I had to give him a mention. So. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, Reynolds. Yeah. Just what were they last year? Like fourteenth biggest laughing stock had no halves. Just shows how one player, one good signing can make a difference. They're in the eight. Probably should finish in the top eight. They might choke it, but when he was out, those couple games they really did struggle. Ezra Mams now obviously come in, and it's actually good to have like a calming half back in. 
I don't think the Rabbitohs have really missed him. At times in big games, you can see Elias is not up to Reynolds' standard, but um, yeah, Reynolds for me. Yeah, uh, I was torn between um, Reynolds and Katoni Staggs. Um, just the two players, um, I think Staggs and that centre rolls. He's just had a really good season, and um, but yeah, I just I, I gotta agree. Um, Adam Reynolds is on a as you said, the buy of the season. He's he's just changed the Broncos completely. So definitely gonna go him. Yeah. Um. So now it's the Rabbitohs. So this this is where we sort of get into the teams where they've had some yeah. like they've had probably four or five standout guys, and it's like I could see all three mm-hmm. of us having different ones. So. We'll go with you here, Liam, first. Who you got for your MVP for the Rabbitohs? It's a tough one. God, yeah, I could pick, I swear, like five or six of these guys. They've all just... Like, I mean, you could pick everyone on the on, on the field, but it's, it's just... It really depends. Like, uh, I'm torn between... I mean, my two torn, if I had to pick two, it's got to be Alex Johnson and Damian Cook. But I... I uh, it's so tough to pick between the two of them. Uh, I'm. You may pick Johnson, but I'm going to go Cook here. I just think he's had a, a superb season in that hooker role. Uh, I, I, I'm taught, I could go either way on both of them, but yeah. I mean, as I said, there's about five or six you could pick, but yeah, got to go Cook on this one. I was, I was torn. I was torn between two, but it was a different two. Mine was a. Uh, Latrell Mitchell and Alex Johnston. So. Correct. Well I, I think that's where it comes into like effect. Has Latrell played enough games this year to be yeah. considered? You know, that's what I've, also- yeah, I've put Johnston, but that in brackets I've put Latrell because how many games has he actually played? I was going to actually check, but but the games he yeah, has I- played's been that good. You know, that's the there's been certain yeah. games where he's won it on his own. I kind of just avoid it. Like, he has made a massive impact when he's played, but just because he's been so injured and hasn't played that many games, I just, I just thought, just I got a, I was picking one of the guys that has just been playing consistently. Because it's, um, they were struggling in that little period there when he was out. So that was one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I was like, oh, I'm really keen on. He has played. 12 games this season. That that doesn't sound like enough. I, don't, I was thinking, no. yeah, it doesn't sound like enough. I'll stick with Johnston, but his impact's been pretty insane, Latrell. But, yeah. Are we happy with Johnston? Is or? Johnston still... Is he up for the tri, top try scorer this year? Or? Yeah, he's on four miles, yeah. He's on 27 he, tries. Wasn't, yeah, was, wasn't, wasn't he... Isn't he close to breaking some record or something? Or am I, I think he's on like 170 tries and the re- record of all times, 212. So he should break uh, that. Which it doesn't feel like he's been that elite, but he has at the same time. Yeah. He's just been consistent. But but then people bring to question, is Johnston pretty much just catching the ball and putting it down some of the time because the teammates are so good? But I feel like you can't fluke it that long, you know? So, no, if you're scoring 170 tries over your career, it's like you've got to be doing something, right? You can't just it can't just all be luck. Yeah. Um, next is the Roosters, and I feel like for me personally, it's between my super coach captain a lot of the year and Liam's <laughs> super coach captain for a lot of the year, Joseph Manu or James Tedesco. I don't know if you have another person, Liam or Connor, but those were my two personally, and I still can't decide. <laughs> I I just had Tedesco straight up. Yeah. I didn't even 
Joseph Manu. Just the way that Teddy's been playing, I think he's been on another level. Yeah. yeah. I felt like some um, games Manu was, like, excellent, but Tedesco the whole way through the season, and you can see that in Supercoach, he's averaging 80-90, where Manu could get 140 one game and then 40 the next. So I think I was, like, sort of leaning towards Tedesco, but I thought Manu deserved a mention. Yeah, no, that's fair, Josh. I had, I had uh, Tedesco up, up there. But yeah, as you said, there's a couple of players in there that I deserve a mention. Sweet. Next one is the Parramatta Eels. Who you got here, Liam? Oh, I'm torn between two. And that's uh, Mitchell Moses and Dylan Walker. Dylan um, Brown. I just think. Oh, sorry? Dylan Brown. Oh, Dylan Brown, sorry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh, misread. Uh, um, no, yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to go... Oh, this is, this is tough. Um, I'm going to go Moses in there. Yeah. I just think he's had a superb season. Agreed. Uh, I went with Dylan Brown, but I do love Mitch Moses. I was, Dylan Brown's had a standout year, I think. And Moses is just, like, consistently winning it. So, yeah, that'd be nice. For- yeah, it's a hard one when... It's sort of same to Tesco and Manu. Like, Brown can have these games where he looks like the best player in the world, but then other games that you can sort of go missing a bit. So, where Moses and Tedesco sort of mm. stay. Um, Melbourne Storm next. This was another one where I was like, fuck, there's a lot of people I could pick here. They've got, like, a star-studded side. We'll go with Connor here. We'll see what he thinks. He's had a few Melbourne Storm players in his super coach this year. We'll see what he thinks. I feel like this one's just an instant get the brooms out. I think Munster was superb. I think he was the best player in the league this year by a mile. Yeah. And that's the problem with the Dally M thing is like he definitely he probably has been, but it's like some games are, like in that Storm seventy ten he wouldn't have got you know like because but in any other team he would have. It's just it's sort of how the Dally M works. There is a case which I have seen from people. Another guy in Connor's team, you know who we're talking about, Connor? Nah. He, you might not remember him because he actually got injured um, quite early in the season. But like Latrell only played 12 games, Ryan Pappenhausen, he scored 15 I tries. Gonna, I was going to ask, do, would we cons- I was going to say Munster is my pick, but I was going to say, do we yeah. consider Pappenhausen? I think the 12 games, we, we've already said no to Latrell. We can't say yes to that either. <laughs> I, I agree with Munster, but it's... Uh, Pappenhausen was the best player in the whole league like when he was playing and yeah. healthy, but just getting injured is just so unlucky, I reckon. You'd have to mm. give it to Munster. Yeah, check the Daly M thing. It went to round 20, and he got injured in round 13, and he still, mm. at round 20, was fifth on the Daly M leaderboard, and he hadn't played eight games since then. <laughs> like, he was he was way ahead. It's uh, ridiculous. Okay, we've got the top three. We've got 10 minutes. Liam, rattle it through for us. All right, let's go. The, the Sharks, the Cronella Sharks. All right. Um, you want to go, Joshy? Yeah, I'm just going to go Nico Hines. I think that's... Mm. Simple and easy, but I mean, do we have any any others? Because that's what I was thinking. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, uh, it's been yeah. good. It just shows that um, there was like three, four teams that got halfbacks this year: the Sharks, the Cowboys, the Broncos, and the Warriors bought new halfbacks. Three out of four of them have been pretty good, I think. <laughs> Hines, Reynolds, Townsend, and jo- yeah, it's, it just shows the buying is key. Buying good halfbacks, but anyway. 
We'll ask Connor here right. for this one. Yeah. Yeah, Connor, what have you got? The next is the Cowboys. Who have we got, Connor? This one, again, I was torn between two, but I narrowed it down to one. I had uh, Valentine Holmes and Ruben Cotter, but I entered uh, into Valentine. So I think he's had a standout year. He's back to his old Sharks form and centre's depth position, as I said. So Yeah. yeah, I'm happy with that. I think Cotter, yeah. if he played the whole season, I probably would have gone for him just because of the rise. And We did have him on our bench mm. in the combined um, team, which is good <laughs> between us three. It was good. Yeah. But I mean, because how I mean, they're, so they're, well. like oh, I'm definitely gonna agree with you on that one. But like, I mean, Jeremiah Nanai is just—he's been—I just—he's—he's uh, he's definitely got to be up there for most improved. It, like, he's—I—I I would even put him in contention for MVP, honestly. Like the the stuff he's done, and he's nearly what—he's three, four tries away from breaking the record from. A rookie amount of tries in a season or something? I think it's most so, tries for a forward. A forward, sorry, yeah. 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 Of so all I'm time, just... is pretty insane. But I feel like with him, I don't know if you agree, Connor, it's like the little things that he can sometimes... Like, the tries look amazing, but then there's like a, a head-high tackle or there's like a dumb <laughs> drop. Like, But we love him because he's been on the podcast. But, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I just, yeah, had to mention him, had yeah. to mention him. <laughs> so we're happy with him. Yep, good. Uh, okay, moving on to number one. Josh, uh, Joshy, we got for the uh, the Penrith Panthers. This is the one I was most stuck on. I was like, I had Edwards, and then I was, I saw like everyone was saying like, it has to be Isaiah Yo, it has to be Isaiah Yo. But then mm. I'm sort of been going back and forth because Yo's second on was second on Dalian before it closed, and it feels. Second. But Edwards was like eighth, so I sort of feel I feel like Edwards has gone better since the it closed, mm. but. And I, when they won those games when all those players were out, that rep round, Dylan Edwards was the only player from the starting 17 that was in it the next week because they were all international yeah. and state of origin. And they still won those games. And I think Crichton said, Cleary's our quarterback in attack and Edwards is our quarterback in defense. So I think mm. Edwards is so underrated. I'll, I'll go Edwards, but I can see why people would go, yeah. Yeah, I'll... I also had, so yeah, I did Woods as well. I thought that was a no-brainer the way that he's been playing. So, and he did well for me, super coach as well with Puffy. <laughs> yeah. I had to get. I swear, I swear, you were trying to trade him out at the start. He of wanted Gutho. He, he definitely was yeah, some good yeah, trades. He kept messaging the chat. Some he's good trade like, Please take Edwards off my hands. I do not want him. I did Gutho for Edwards like him. for like three rounds straight. Keep sending it to him. Declined. Send it to him again. Declined. <laughs> I was like, uh, could have been season tra- defining right there. I, 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 no, Puppy was going to go down. He was my. He was my. <laughs> Things this year, you know, like, you got to always, you got to always strategize that bench, mate. You got to strategize that bench. You never know who's going to be injured. But, yeah, no, honestly, got to agree. I'm between you, Josh. Um, I'm the same as you, um, Yo, and Edwards. Like, I can see who, why you'd give it to both of them or, like, either or. But, um, yeah, definitely have to go to Edwards from how he's performed this season. Sweet. Um, I'll send this to you straight away, Liam. I'll quickly go through it. Tigers, Hastings, Oh, I'll just go mm. with the players. Hastings, Tino, Saifidi, Fanua Blake, Addo Carr, Garrick, Hunt, Tarpany, Reynolds, Johnston, Tedesco, Moses, Munster, Hines, Holmes, Edwards. And I felt like if we predicted at the start of the year, we would have got hardly any of these, to be honest. But <laughs> that's the fun yeah. of it. 
Um, just a quick thing, four minutes to go. People have been asking about this on socials. Are you guys going to do your rookie team of the years and your team of the years as we did last year? Because they were some iconic episodes. That's where Liam did some great moves. Are we going to do that again, boys? People have been asking for it. Do we run it back? I think we have to. Yeah, we've got a few interviews coming up, but I feel like we have to react to our ladder prediction from the start of this year, and we have to yeah. do the rookie team of the year. Maybe not the rookie team of the year, because there's, I don't know, because it almost seems like it's too easy, but team of the year will be quite interesting, because I saw Clarkie mm. having some debates with fans, but I mm. think we have to do it for the fans. We've got to make it a, tr- a tradition, but yeah. Yeah, no, most definitely, yeah. Definitely that ladder prediction in the next uh, week or so, um, just before finals, so... Yeah, a lot of lot of content interviews, a um, few few podcasts, just us three, and um, definitely some uh, finals um, content coming out soon, eh? Predictions. Yeah. yeah. Make sure to else check on? us out on our socials, Head Up Rugby League, on YouTube, Instagram, and um, yeah, thanks for listening. This has been very interesting. Um, some great debates, but we have had some very similar similar picks, but I think they've been quite obvious. Um, anything more, boys? No. Nah. Nah. Just bring on finals. Nah. Yeah. Go the yeah. Warriors in finals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, tune in next week for our episode, and uh, we'll see you later. Peace.